Hey everybody, it's Eric Balance coming to you with the Resilient Minds podcast where I feature beautiful entrepreneurs, thought leaders, and experts in their field where they help us discover their X factor, their experience of life, only to discover how they were able to accomplish and find out their why factor, their big why, their purpose in life. So join me as we get to discover the beauty of our minds and how can we really continue to go after the biggest and most wildest dreams while we continue to pursue and manifest our greatest intelligence that comes from the heart. Also, if you haven't, go check out the new alignment course that I've created at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment, A-L-I-G-N-M-E-N-T. See you on the show. Welcome, everybody, to the Resilient Minds Podcast. We got Mr. Evan Carmichael here. What's going on, my friend? Great, man. Thanks for having me, Eric. Thanks for coming, brother. It's uh, welcome. You know, it's, it's nice to have you. It's nice to welcome you. Tell us a little bit about your magical self. What are you up to in this beautiful world? Oh, I don't know. Intro. What, what, why, why am I here? Why did you want me on? That's probably a good <laughs> intro. Tell me, tell me. Oh, I love, well, like I love what, what do you think? Why, why, you know, you know what I love? I love yeah. the fact that you want to solve the number world's number one prog problem, but I want to know what you believe that is. Well, it's that people don't believe in themselves enough. Ah, I love it. I think if you took whatever you think the problem is, cancer or, or whatever, like, well, I think, you know, I think the woman who solves cancer would have solved it by now, but she's a, she's a manager at an accounting firm hating her life because mm -hmm. she never either didn't, didn't go to medical school or never even thought about it or uh, just never chase it down. Like, I think everybody has what I call Michael Jordan level genius at something. You're the greatest yep. in the world at something. And we either don't believe in that or we don't chase it down and we end up living a life that is less than what it could be. And so even me, I mean, my biggest problem is a lack of belief to get to the next step. And so that's what I wake up every day trying to solve, um, you know, never going to do it. And I wake up every day trying to do it. Do you think that there's great, like, you know, that, I mean, listen, where the, the beauty thing is, is like being curious about it regularly. And I think this is the curiosity is that we're consistently, doing the best that we can, which is the most beautiful thing about having compassion for oneself. But I think that the thing, the difference is that makes, uh, you know, what you're doing so different than what everyone else is doing is that you're aware of it and you're curious to know, and you want to continue doing it at a higher level to, con to grow. Make sense? Yeah. I mean, listen, I think ultimately we're all built to serve Eric, right? Like we all want to serve. We all want to wake up and feel like we're going to do something today that matters. And some mm -hmm. days we feel like we're going to change the world. Like if you're listening to Eric's show, you want to have a big impact. You want to change the world. You want to, you want to have big ripples across the planet, right? I mean, that's, that's why you're here. Uh, but some days that feels too big. And some days you like, I'm never going to change. I can't do that. It's too big a mission. Cool. But you can help one person. You yeah. Know, like or what about like yourself? <laughs> Yeah, definitely. Like whatever you need, whatever you want to give to the world, you still need yourself. I think though, at the end of the day, you want, you want to feel like what you're doing is helping somebody else. Like if you're only chasing down selfish pursuits, you won't end up being happy. Like the happiness will come from serving others in some capacity, either on some grand scale or, or even just knowing that you made an impact on one person today somehow. 
Uh, I, I don't think it's possible to feel down and negative and low and have a terrible self-esteem if you are actually helping something. Like when somebody says, thank you so much, you really helped me. Even if it's that little moment, the 10 seconds of like the brightness and enjoying your life because you did something that helped somebody else out. And so that's always a path. Like we want to feel like what we do matters and is important to somebody else. Um, and that's what, if you can connect to that, it's, it's hard, right? Like you might have the greatest day of all time. Today is great. I'm talking to Eric. It's amazing. Here we go. We're changing the world, but let's do it. <laughs> let's go, Eric. Uh, let's go. You wake up tomorrow. And it's like, it's, it's, you're back to square one. You know, it's like, it's a, it's a, it's like brushing your teeth. You have to do it every day. You have to find a way to connect to the mission that you're on to connect to serving people every single day. Otherwise it's an easy slippery slope down to, uh, you know, apathy. And uh, if you keep going down stress and anxiety and depression and suicide, because you feel alone and you feel like you don't matter and you feel like the work you do doesn't matter. You know, like when you feel like what you do doesn't matter, the next step becomes, I don't matter. And when you're in, I don't matter, that's a really dangerous zone to be in. And so the path out is service helping every day. Do you feel, because this is actually something that I think that, that like most of us that are already on this path or, or I know for myself, I'll speak for myself, <laughs> you know, it's like, uh, I feel sometimes like, okay, one, one piece of the puzzle is for example, going and it's kind of slowing down and I'm, I'm feeling a little bit exhausted. So I want to like turn and pivot into something that also excites me. And it's a different kind of hobby, different interest different excitement, right? So it's like one thing I'll be talking about, you know, leadership development or the other, and then all of a sudden I'll, I'll be curious about fashion and want to like navigate those two polarities so that I'm constantly feeling like I'm adding value in different industries. Well, here's the thing I would, I would um, encourage a perspective shift for you to see that those are not actual polarities. Okay. So inside, but this is the challenge we have. So inside of leadership and fashion, what actually connects them? Like what's a core value that you have? It's the expression above? for me. Well, it's so a then that's part. it. But yeah. so, so expression, Eric is all about expression. Yeah. And, and it's how do you express yourself better? And, and how do you allow others to express themselves better? Like if somebody said, Eric, man, I, I listen to your show or I watch you or I had a conversation with you and, and you gave me the permission to express myself fully. Yeah. That's like the greatest thing you could hear from somebody. I love it. Right. Yeah. So yeah, to me, this, the, is, but this the is, job this. though for you then becomes to be able to communicate expression through the work. So it's not, if somebody just looked at the content, he's talking about leadership over here. He's talking about fashion over here. It feels like it's all over the place because you haven't done the job. And I mean, I haven't seen all your content, so I'm just, you know, putting that on, but when you can do the job to explain that it's expression, then it all makes sense. Then I'm watching Eric, not just for leadership tips. I'm watching Eric to figure out how can I express myself better in all areas of my life. There's this yes. great interview with Jay-Z where he was talking about somebody asked him, reporter asked him like, how do you, how do you move from, from rapping to fashion to being an entrepreneur? And he's like, it's all, it's just all about I think expression might have been is either expression or creativity it was like it was his yeah, answer. because like, it is a, because when when you're able to tap into everything it all becomes fun it's like i always think of like this if we look at the essence of our element of our expression as like children right children try everything 
And what if the, the, the change that happened as we like unlearn all of the bullshit that society tried to, to try to like put on us, what if we just became bigger kids in a bigger park and the park is called planet earth and our friends like the sand park became more with more friends, you know, for sure. You know, there's a great quote, um, find people or find someone in your life, not to grow old with, but to stay young with. Yes. You know, and, and that we can apply. We typically think about that as our significant others, but, but those could just be the people that are in your life. The people like you stay young by watching Eric, you know, like you get this, you're still on a parallel path. Like Eric and I are on this parallel path right now with all of you guys. And maybe I never see Eric again in my life, or maybe we, we, start a multi-billion dollar venture capital fund together and change the world. Like who knows, right? Like you never it's know happening. how long I can of a parallel it. path you'll be on <laughs> with somebody. Right. Um, but like be on the path of the people who make you feel the way that you want to feel that you can stay young with, that you can, you can express yourself, that they're pushing you in a loving way, not a, not a like, you need to go off and do this Eric, Cause you suck. Right. Like everybody has an opinion on what we should do with our lives. And there's some very rare people that when we come across them, I like the expression, uh, collect good people. That's what I, I like to talk about. Collect good people. When you see somebody that you like, and it makes you feel better about yourself when you're around them, find a way to spend more time with them because it will make a really, really big difference in your life. And if you listen to this show, you are probably the one pouring into other people. You know, like we're, we're pouring into other people. You're the most optimistic person, you know, you're the happiest person, you know, you're the most ambitious person that, you know, you're the most service-minded person that, you know, and that's awesome. Keep pouring into others, but who's pointing to you? Who's yeah. encouraging you? Who's sharing in a loving way again? Like, Hey, you could be doing, you could be doing so much more. Like, why don't we do this together? And when you find those people, like collect them, hold on to them, be around them more. Cause it'll make a huge, huge difference in your life. I think that's that's where the bigger impact comes in is because then you have like a, a ecosystem around you and they could be doing different things that are great people at, in different fields, different areas. And you're just like pouring into, like you said, like it's like an energy exchange, but it's in, it could be a, like a business scenario where it's really grounded and the vibration is and the frequency is really high. I think it's, it's just a human thing, whether it's business or not. Um, you know, like how, how did this happen? What, how did we get here? Did you, did you DM me on Instagram or like what happened? Yeah. How do we make this yeah. whole thing happen? Yeah. We DM, I DM'd you on Instagram. Okay. So, you know, I didn't, I, why did I say yes to this and not all the other shows? There was something in the vibe that you put up on the message. I don't remember what the message was. I, I mean, I can go back and look at what did Eric send that, that, that he said yes to this. Right. But there was something even though it's like a business thing, right? There was something yeah. in the message or I don't know if you did the video or just there's, there's, there's an energy and intent behind even the words that you type off. It, it wasn't just, Hey, I've been coming my show. Like there was something yeah. more to it because, and I felt that it's like, okay, you know what? Let's, let's do it. Let's go live with Eric and see what happens. And so like pouring that intention, I think it was princess die who um, would would remember to smile before she would write letters like back in the day before email and all that she'd like write handwritten letters but she would remember to smile or laugh before she would send the email or send a write the letter wow. because it would change even if it doesn't change the words it changes the vibe of the letter when somebody opens it up that they can they can feel that right those words have feeling 
Um, and so, you know, I'm, I'm an entrepreneur. I live in business world all the time, but like the energy transference really, really, really matters. We focus so much on trying to build up tactics or skills, like go do this thing, but they won't do it unless they feel that you actually know them and care about them and want them to win and love them. And so that's all energy transference. When, when somebody actually can feel your care, your heart, your soul, you want them to actually win, then they're much more willing to take the action as opposed to you just telling them you have to go do X, Y, Z. And so I think it's just a human thing, business or not. Um, if anything, we need more positive energy transference in the business world because <laughs> it has been a little I agree. too cold. I agree. I agree. I think that there's this, this, this patriarchal mis misconception of masculine focused, you know, um, relational skills in the corporate world uh, and bringing back the feminine energy, the dance, the play, you know, it's like, uh, you know, I sat in, I sat in a store today and um, all the frontline staff uh, were like super friendly and extremely like kind And then a bunch of, of the managers or like high level staff, you could tell they were doing like a, a thing, a tour and not even eye contact. And so I get curious about this because it's like, where is the culture coming from the top down that it's not in a place of like, uh, of, of connection and understanding, you know, they're, they're doing their own thing in a store, but I don't know. It's like, it was a high quality brand. It makes me feel like, they're not paying attention. And I think that oftentimes if we're not paying attention to like small things, where else is those patterns showing up as well? And that's what I get curious about is like, okay, well, this is really evident here. And that's what I notice. And so I think in my own life, the biggest thing is like, if I'm noticing a pattern in my own experience, where else is that showing up? And so one thing I wanted to really focus on is this essence of introvert that you know you have on your instagram and things like this is is it because i feel that i feel like an introvert too you know like especially like a hermit i want to be by myself but when i go out into public it's like everything attracts like everything like just sucks onto you it's like all this energy just goes and do you get that feeling as well Is it something that you feel uncomfortable with? How do you deal with it? What is it that, you know, it's almost like sometimes I try to like get out of the way because everybody's like putting their attention. So I don't know. Yeah. I mean, a lot of people don't believe that I'm an introvert and that I'm shy because of the work that I do. And it's, uh, I struggled a lot with it, Eric. Like if you look at the growth of my YouTube channel at the beginning, it was so slow. Uh, mostly because I was, I thought, Hey, if you're going to talk about yourself, you have to have a huge ego and you have to be a, a, a blabbermouth and just, it wasn't me. It's not how I wanted to win. Uh, and then I realized, well, I, I, I still want to serve. Like, how do I, I still want to help. How do I help? And once I could marry, oh, when I, if I share my story that, that actually can serve people, then it got me more and more comfortable. And I would never have said yes to this. Like, what, why does he want to talk to me? It's crazy. No, I'm not coming on Eric's show just because I would be too, nothing, nothing about you more. I'm just, too afraid and too nervous and too shy. And like, I don't want to talk to people. Um, I do a lot of my best creative work, you know, when I'm by myself, I, I actually have no need to, as long as I have my wife, I'm pretty good. You know, like I don't really have a huge connection need, but I want to serve. I don't want to feel like what I'm doing matters and is important. So I can get really excited about a few things, right? Like if we're talking about impact and entrepreneurship, 
or if you want to dive into salsa dancing or League of Legends, I can get pretty excited. But anything else, you know, I, I no interest. Small talk, you know, how about how about that local hockey team or weather? Like I don't, it just is not interesting to me. And I think that's one of the things with with introverts is we we want to have meaningful conversations. We're actually okay to have conversations, but we're better in small groups or one-on-ones. And we want to have meaningful conversations and we hate the small talk and what do you do? And, um, just the, the, yeah, just the small talk is just not fun. Um, I remember I was on a flight, I was going from, um, Toronto to Puerto Rico. I was speaking at Brendan Burchard's event in Puerto Rico for his high-end mastermind group. And, um, there was a guy next to me and, uh, he was trying to start up all these conversations that like just I, I, I don't, I just don't, I don't, I don't, I don't enjoy it, <laughs> but I remembered everything about him. I remembered, you know, the backpack that he had and that he wanted a coffee once we got into the air and he wanted a black and, you know, I remembered all the, all the things about him, but I just, I don't like the small talk conversation. Um, and then we Let got there and, and I took the cab and got to the hotel and then in behind me walks the same guy. He was going to the same event in Puerto Rico. And uh, as soon as I saw him there, I was like, oh, dude, you're an entrepreneur. Like, what do you do? <laughs> as soon as I got into, uh, you know, service and entrepreneurship, then instantly became friends. Um, but just small talk is not as, and maybe that's a limitation of me or something I need to work on. Um, but the most important part of that was realizing, hey, I need to get out there because I want to serve and I want to help and me not sharing my story is actually selfish. Like we've all been through something and yeah. there are other people who are struggling right now with the thing that you used to struggle with. Like if you think back to who you were 10 years ago and how much you were struggling and just a difference in mindsets and, and belief systems compared to who you are now, there's a lot of people who are still stuck at who you were 10 years ago. And they need help and they don't know who to go to and they can't connect to some of the big names out there, but they can connect to you because you know exactly what they've been through and you can, you can help that person. And just sharing your story is valuable. And in you being silent, it perpetuates the silence for others. And in you sharing it and expressing yourself to, you know, to your word, uh, it encourages other people to express themselves too. It gives them permission to express themselves too. They may not look to me and say that it's possible for them, but they can look at you, Eric, and say, well, Eric can do it. He's like me. He went through the same things as I did. If he can do it, then maybe I can too. And you sharing your story and expressing yourself gives them permission to take the step and start on their journey as well, which is the greatest thing of all time. Um, so even though you know, we're introverts, you still want to help, still want to serve, still want to feel like what we do matters every day. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think that I think that this is the the most important, you know, discovery I think uh, has been over the past five years is learning how to continuously share in a place that it's not ego. Because I was doing podcasts for two years now, and I feel like it's always been about the guest. And so now I'm starting to do more episodes by myself um because i also have been through like a really profound journey over the past five years since i started working like, you know three years when i started with tony and all these other things um you know spending more time about you know inside you know learning learning within you know and then really building that that resilience and now being in dubai i think that this is something that i'm noticing um, more because i think 
in the past, I wasn't aware of the level of energy that people would like get attracted to, you know, the law of attraction. And I also really, really, really realized that when I go out into the, the, like the city and, you know, that all the energy, like there's a lot of energy that's really focused. And so it, it sometimes in the past, it would make me feel uncomfortable and I was uh, unconscious to it. Now I'm very conscious to it, but I'm also very comfortable in my own skin. So it's like, I just express myself. I don't care who's looking. I know that there is everybody's paying attention. It doesn't matter. And I think that this is also where you start to calibrate in your own energy as an individual, knowing who you are, attracting what, you know, all the mirrors in your external world. And then from this place, having these like meaningful conversations and these meaningful conversations are now attracted by your aura, by your energy, by the people that like are really, um, attracted to the vibration the resonance that you're you're giving off and um to me it's like when people ask me what do i do i say i don't even know what i do i just you know i'm, I'm a creator you know i have a i'm a host uh, i love fashion i talk about leadership because i i can't resonate i can't build the resonance with the question of doing it's more about being now and so how do you feel about the essence or is that is that something that, that has transitioned in your language about doing versus being, or do you still feel like it's, it's super important in the entrepreneurial world to go out there and do, 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 to have this like masculine force? Or what about that balance of like being, you know, in your center and then everything is kind of coming to you? So a couple of things off of that. And thank you for sharing, Eric. Um, the first is, I think you should have a hard time explaining what you do. Like, I think, I think if you, I think if you don't have a hard time explaining what you do, then you hate your life. Like then you, <laughs> you, you're living inside an easy to define box and you're not happy there and, and not a masculine feminine thing. That's just a human thing. Like, so you should have a hard time. It's good. It's good. If you have a hard time explaining what you do it means you're expressing yourself and you're creating a unique life, right? Which is the goal for all of us. Um, in terms of, you know, energy, I think, I think how I approach it is less of like a shield, you know, and, and trying to fight it and hold it back. And like, you can't come in and more of a dance and, yeah. and some dance partners you dance with and go a long way. And some you, you drop off and move on. Right. And so I'm less concerned about the doing as much as, you know, when I'm here, I don't know what we're talking about. There's no like preset list of questions like, Eric, you have to talk about this or I'm not coming on, you know, like, I don't know what we're going to talk about. And I'm dancing with the, with what, what you're throwing out. It's like, you're, you're pitching and I'm catching and then I'm throwing the ball back to you. And this is our dance. And every dance is unique and different. And you get a chance to express yourself a little bit differently. And sometimes that dan dance lasts five minutes or it may last a lifetime. And so I just see myself kind of, that's how I navigate through it is, if you're always kind of resistant and fighting, you're always stressed out and full of anxiety and, and, and always in protection mode. And that when you're deep in protection mode, you're not, you're not in the creative space ready to make something amazing and abundant. Right. And so it's like, okay, I'm going to, that doesn't work for me. I'm, I'm moving on to the next dance. And she's kind of dancing through the energy and, and the more you can actually feel it. The first step is awareness. It's great that you even caught it because you're feeling like stressed out and overwhelmed, but it's like, you don't know why. Okay, well, now we get a sense of why, but now you get to choose a different dance partner. And that's how I see it. And we're just dancing down, down the path. 
I love it. It's it's and, and this dance is so important rather than being worried so much about, you know, the outcome. I think the, the you know that that old saying, you know, like enjoy the journey. Uh don't don't exp- don't don't expect kind of the the, the the destination, you know? It's this is I think the the for me has been one of ultimate fun, like having lots of fun and and enjoying that so well and here's a trick to it so people talk about focus on the 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 journey instead of the destination but while you're on the journey don't forget about the company yes i love it like yeah it's the company along the way it's not it's not really even just the journey or the destination it's the company you're with it really is with along the way it really is it really is Brother, I know you have like two minutes left and I want to really honor your time and energy. I have a very like important question because I think this is like, what would you do if you had three days left to live? Um, make sure I'm on Eric's show, you know, it's a good start. I don't know. I mean, I, I, part of me is like, I live as if I, that is. You know, like I did my training with my group and movement makers this morning. I have a whole day packed with other interviews and like, this is important work. And part of me says, I would still do this. And then part of me says, well, I would, I would probably spend time with family and, you know, I, I just wouldn't sit on a beach for three days. And it's like, I want to get the most out of this, but I almost live as if that was it. Like, I'm sure it would take a day to, to just sit with my wife and whatever our final, you know, time would be together. But most of what I do is basically living like that. Like it's not living for where I'm going to be in a year or 10 years or 20 years. Like, I don't even know what day of the week it is. I don't, I don't, when people ask me how old I am, I have to think, I have to look down the calendar, see what year it is. Like what month is it? I have no idea. It's like, it's, it's present minded and that this matters, this moment matters. So I'd be doing this. I'd be talking to Eric. I'd be on the show. And we'd be having a fun final dance together. Ah, you're a blessing, brother. This is so beautiful because this is exactly the way that I think. And you're the first person, you know, that has answered it in this capacity. Everybody I've asked this question to, you know, has has talked mostly about their family and things like this, which is great. Nobody except you. And like, I've always has said that I'd be doing exactly what I'm doing right now. Nobody. And so this is like a really huge testament to to you because I think that what most people in my eyes should be doing is living like there's three days left to live or living like there's one day left to live because ultimately tomorrow can be our last day and we don't know. And so when we can express in that capacity, like full out, no fear, full faith, let's go. And so I just want to say, Thank you, brother, for coming on the show. Uh, your gift, uh, it's really always nice. And I, I look forward to spending more time um, connecting deeper. I love it. Thank you for the dance, Eric. Hey, everyone, and thank you so much for listening to The Resilient Minds. I hope you enjoyed the show. Please make sure to go comment and like and follow us on iTunes or Spotify and make sure, please make sure that if you really love this, to share this episode and make sure that you're inviting all your friends to like it as we continue to unfold what the beauty of our minds does. More importantly, how powerful our heart level of intelligence can be when we combine our heart and our brain together. And more importantly, 
check out the alignment course that I've created. It's seriously there for you to take advantage of at www.ericbalance.com forward slash alignment. See you on the next show.